It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. You know, the playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. You filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today. And bet with Fandle, America's number one sports book. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 or older, 18 or older in D.C., and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. in this disaster of a show and joining me as always my wizards of wagering my gurus of gambling my barons of betting my overlords of the odds of d3 harry brother bride darren the parlay kid what is happening fellas what's going on sal what's shaking sal what's going on buddy well we made it to february which means guys only seven more months until kickoff (laughs) 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 i swear that's how i'm looking at it i'm already so depressed brian is this i mean i don't know i I, how could it get worse every year football ending i mean it's the same for my team your team it's the same script it's darren you're two it's the Harry's gonna change a team so it doesn't matter it's it's depressing uh, but look, you have to see what my house looks like. Like I need to spend a couple weekends just cleaning, cleaning shit up. It's just, I, oh, I, need, really? I need to do some other stuff for a couple weekends, but look, okay. And look, we really, so you're saying I should have made a mess in this office throughout the year. And look, then I could have said, we got to figure out, <laughs> you got to figure out something what to do during February. Once we get to March, once we get to March, we'll That's be true. okay. Because you know, all that basketball, college basketball. And then we have, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we got that great wedding coming up. And then... Um, oh, we got a big wedding. Yeah, big, big we got, wedding. Harry the, is getting married again. No, no. <laughs> Harry, uh, we're both... Uh, yeah, we, Harry, you and I, we should be looking for this to end, right? You're 2 and 10. I'm 1 and 11. But um, yeah. I don't know. Are you as depressed as I am about football going away? It's always still great, right? Always still great. We always want it around no matter what. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, it'll be uh, a bit really rough over the, uh, over the summer and... Uh, We'll get through it, and then we'll have it again. The summer. To hell with the summer, Parley kid. All right, well, there is still some uh, football news here. Seattle, the Seahawks, hired Mike McDonald. That's the rhythm of, that's the, you don't know me, but I'm your brother. That's the Mike McDonald? That's who they went with? That's good. My God, thank you. Uh, No, the Ravens defensive coordinator. Parley kid, how old is this guy? 36? 36. Yeah. 36. So they went, I mean, he was half of, uh, half of Pete Carroll's age. What a switch, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, these guys, um, he didn't do so bad. The Ravens defense, a lot of times with these coordinators that are still in the playoffs, 
when they lose, they go out on a low note and they're rewarded by getting one of the very few head jobs in football. It's a strange thing, right? So like, uh, who's the Cardinals coach? Steichen? Is that? No. Is is the Cardinals head coach? Who is it? Yeah, from the Gannon. Eagles. Gannon. Gannon's Gannon a defensive coordinator, right? D- yeah, yeah, right. So he was a defensive coordinator. Uh, right, I'm sorry. Yeah, Gannon's a defensive coordinator. Uh, the Eagles were awful. Couldn't have had a worse def- uh, defensive showing in the second half out of anyone in the Super Bowl. And uh, they're like, yeah, here you go. You're going to coach the Cardinals. Maybe that's not a... Maybe that's not a promotion uh, after all. But anyway, we got that. I don't know. Pauly kid, good move here for the, uh, for the Ravens or for the Seattle. Yeah. Why not? Um, lot, you know, I, I'm like, once again, I mean, Dan Quinn is, I guess, um, yeah. going to make it through another off season of not getting hired, which it wouldn't surprise me at that the debacle. Uh, but yeah, again, look, this is a guy um, geez, if you let him coach for as long as Pete Carroll, maybe he'll be in Seattle for about the next 36 years. So yeah, no um, kidding. He might be there for a long yeah, but it's good. Get a good young guy in there. Uh, I think that's the trend, right? These young coaches have have uh, a lot of them have proven themselves to be worthy of the task. So uh good hire by Seattle. Gonna be a good fit. So now that leaves just Washington, right? Um and I'm thinking they should hire Mike McCarthy. No, I don't know what they. <laughs> so I'm trying to think who's left. Vrabel also be weird if Vrabel sat the year. Right, Harry? I mean, you would think uh, I, I thought he was going to get one of these last three jobs for sure, especially especially after Ben Johnson backed out. No, right. Exactly. But I'm thinking, Sal, for Washington. I mean, who else are you going to besides besides Vrabel? Who else can you get at this point? I mean, why not throw Belichick a bone? Wow. Uh, let's see what he can do away from New England. Uh, at least, you know, he can, uh, he would probably sell tickets. It'd be some anticipation in the beginning of the season, some hype, some happiness about uh, the, the the fans for the commanders to start the season. I know it doesn't sound great because they don't do anything any ever, but still, who knows when you give a team uh, a chance and a coach like this, look what they did in Houston this past year out after one year winning three games, they made it to the playoffs won their division. So it could turn that quickly and let's just get Bella. Not saying it's going to turn that quickly in the NFC East, but why not give Belichick a two year contract? Because you're going to stink anyways. Give it a shot. Well, first of all, they didn't really, they didn't interview him, right, Brian? Did they interview Belichick interview? Yeah. I don't 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 know why he would want to go there. I don't know why they would want him like they, it, you know, it's first of all, he's he's going against two giants in the in the eagle and not the giants, but in the eagles oh, and the cowboys. I for thought the you division, meant McCarthy. Right? I thought you were going to say McCarthy. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, he's a giant. He's no matter how you crack it, he's a giant. He doesn't want that job, Harry. He doesn't have a quarterback, and he's got the eagles he, he and the cowboys. Before about a week and a half ago, he was considered for that job. For about two weeks ago, he was considered. I don't know why he would want that. I don't know. I don't know why they end the quarterback there. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with Harry in terms of like if you're Washington, Mm. you do kind of you do kind of have to do something to make a splash. And look, they haven't even interviewed Vrabel. Like I I don't know, I don't know what that's who I would think. I don't know what they're doing. I think they said out of like the four or five guys left, like Dan Mm. Quinn is one. Dan Quinn's one of them. But when you look at the list, Mm. I mean. You just spent six billion dollars on the commanders. I mean, you you kind of have to think about Belichick. I mean, at least I, I think that would be fun. I think that would be fun if he was in yeah. the NFC. But yeah, it's not going to happen. 
but I, I think they should think about it for Let them sure. Consider who they draft. They're drafting Brian and guys that's been awful the past couple of years. Chase Young lasted what two years in that play in that organization. Then uh, they got rid of him. They just don't draft them. Drafted great either. So also oh, bring Belichick in bring in Belichick. Yeah, well, look at that roster. Yeah, he's I don't shaped think, I don't think it's yeah. about them not wanting those coaches. I think it's those coaches not wanting them. Yeah, man, that's right. Uh, really, yeah. in the long yeah, run, it, this is a this is the type of job for a young guy to take. Right. This would this the, the Washington job is that. Yeah, it's not job. happening in the next two years. That's for sure. In Atlanta, right. it might have happened. You get a division win, whatever, get lucky with a quarterback. It could, it could something could go on. I know the last of first and the NFC East is weird with that, but it all does seem yeah. like a practical joke on Eric B. Enemy, right? I mean, how many coaches <laughs> have to get passed over, drop out of the race and everything else? And he's right there in Washington as an OC. Okay, he didn't light the world on fire with that offense, but He's like, what in the hell? Where do I have to be? What's right place, right time for me? Poor Eric Bianami. I don't know. Maybe they interview him. Would they interview him? Would, they, would that be something else, Bri, if they interviewed the offensive coordinator? He had to sit through like a 20-hour thing. He's like, uh, I have a house like eight minutes away. Can't you just give me the job? All right, let's check in on this uh, Super Bowl. The line is still one and a half. It's still 47 and a half. I, listen, it's not going to go... Uh, if you're thinking it's going to go to three either way, I think you're nuts. I don't think it's moving. Not going to San Francisco minus three. Certainly not going to Kansas City minus three. So uh, get in there. So It's weird to be an undecided at this point. But let's play a game here. There's only been six games, six Super Bowls, where the line has been two or fewer. Harry, you want to go first? You want to guess any of them where the line was two or fewer? Yeah. Uh, I'll give about, you a hint. Uh, Two were well. I don't. Um, I don't want to give you a hint. No. Go ahead. I'll say uh, Seattle, Denver. Seattle, Denver. I think you're right. Yes, Denver was minus two. Uh, good job. Uh, good job by you. Forty three eight. Seattle. That didn't. Um, that didn't add up. All right, Polly Kid or Bry, you want to throw one out? Yeah, bunch um, of two and a half, bunch of threes. Obviously, I'll say. How about? How about? Um, Raiders, Tampa Bay. Raiders, Tampa Bay. Well, no, Raiders were a few there. Yeah, Raiders were four. Yeah, Raiders right. just okay. choked. Okay, Raiders just choked. <laughs> Tampa. Sorry, Brian. Now you're not. Now you're distracted. You can't now figure I'm it distract- out. I know. I'm just trying to think of games. Is it within the last twenty years? I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. Well, I was. What was the? I can't remember because I lost so much money on this. The the Seahawks. Right. The Seahawks. Patriots. Seahawks Patriots was at least three, I think. I think it was exactly three. Did it end up that high? Uh, Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. Seattle minus one. Good job. Yeah. 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 Only I was the Hmm. idiot had it by three. Didn't matter. (laughs) Well, Um, I've told you that story before in that Seattle game. I had had so much money on Seattle when when they (laughs) lost. The next day I had strep throat, but I swear my immune system was just gone from. Just from the game? Just from losing that much money. Or from football ending. That's the thing. I'm so numb. I don't know if it's the money or the football ending. That's <laughs> what I, they're not making a big deal out of, which I'm surprised is Kansas City just in the last five years has been part of two games that the spread was two or less. The Eagles were minus really? two. Yeah, Eagles were okay. minus two last year. And uh, Casey was one and a half over San Francisco um, when, wow. the, you know, in, the, okay. in 2020. That makes sense. Yeah, and then so let me think. So, uh, Darren, you said Seattle minus one. That was right. Uh, which one are we missing now? Okay, maybe so another one. You do another one. Go ahead. Hey, is it uh, the game that was um, 
Dallas, Pittsburgh in Tempe. No way. What? Yeah, no. no, they were at least Neil, one more. Well, that, that was, was 13 and a half point favorite. The <laughs> NFC was like crushing <laughs> team. What are you talking AFC, about? Right? Dallas, I'm Pittsburgh. I'm and I'm the, the last one they went, they made. Wow. Harry How about may have Dallas, to leave. Dallas, Pittsburgh in us in the 70, what, 78, 79 uh, Super Bowl. All right, but let's just, I mean, Harry was just 12 points <laughs> off on a guess the line that was that that played like uh, 30 years ago. That's um, no. So <laughs> Miami, Washington in 73, Miami was minus one. Oh, that won, was only 40 years ago. They won 14, seven. All right. Well, I didn't ask you to guess that 49ers beat Cincinnati in 82. Uh, they were a one point favorite. Okay. That's something. You would have thought they would be with Montana. What was that? Kenny Anderson, Montana and San Francisco was one point favorite. And um, that might be it. That might be it for the twos. Obviously lots of threes in there. Yeah. Those, that stretch, there were probably kid. There were five double digit favorites in a row between the second Dallas <laughs> Buffalo and That's Green nuts. Bay, Denver, when Green Bay uh, lost. Wow. Uh, to Denver. Anyway. All right. So that's, uh, you could tell this is what happens when we have an extra week off two weeks off, uh, <laughs> in the Super Bowl. we have to kill time, but we are going to whet your appetite here. We're going to give one Super Bowl prop pick parlay kids. Start us off. I really like this one. Yes. I, 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 this, there's still so many, there's already so many out there, right. With these prop picks and stuff. It's like, I can't even imagine what There's a it's going to look like yeah. in a week from now. It's going to be overwhelming for everybody. Yeah, but so I, I like the Chiefs to have a fourth down conversion mm-hmm. at minus 102. Now, you could also go get the 49ers at plus 104 to have a fourth down conversion. In a league now where we're just seeing fourth down conversions every single week, I can't see this not hitting. The Chiefs have converted a fourth down in five out of their last six. And I think the only time they didn't was in a game where uh, it it was a a decided blowout uh, Mm -hmm. at some point late in the season. So um, I think this is really good value, uh, something fun to root for. It could happen at any time in the game, which I think part of betting some of these props for the Super Bowl uh, I think it's important to have something that you could hit at any point of the game That's to keep fun. the game interesting, no matter what uh, is happening. And let's face it. I mean, most likely uh, a trailing team, especially is going to go for and fourth. Down. I mean, who went for it on fourth down the other day? Was it the Ravens? They were like on their own 30 yard line. And they went for it on fourth down early in the game. So yeah. it's a different time even, now. I'm not sure. Mikey Meatballs, look this up. I think even uh, Detroit went for it on fourth down. All <laughs> 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 right. Well, we know that. It's Sal. It's 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 almost like what game doesn't each team have at least one fourth down? Well, especially uh, now. Conversion. Especially at least now. attempt. At least attempt. And let's face it. These teams are both super equipped to convert on fourth down, right? They're super equipped. I mean, this isn't like, you know, between McCaffrey, Pacheco, whatever. They're super equipped to get it done. I like it a lot. Love it. I like it a lot. All right, Harry, hit us with one. All right, how about this? Travis Kelsey, 70 yards or more receiving at minus 120. Kelsey is clutch. 
but especially, especially come playoff time, guys, we know this. He had 11 catches on 11 targets versus Baltimore for 116. He's also went for 70 or more yards in Kansas City's win against Buffalo and Miami in the playoffs. And in fact, he's recorded uh, 70 or more yards receiving in his last 12 12 playoff appearances, guys. And Kelsey has 95 or more yards in more than half his playoff games played. Hmm. Uh, Just needing 70 yards at minus 120 seems like a steal for a guy who shows up in big spots all the time. All right. That's Hmm. a good one. I like that. I had it is tough to bet his unders in these. I had him under like 94 and a half or something. I don't know what it was against uh, when it was Tampa Bay. And he had nothing in the first half. And they, just, I mean, again, it was a different game because they just had to play from behind and, and they smoked that number. He went way over. Um, so it is, it's tough to bet that under for uh, Kelsey for sure, especially when the game's fixed for him and Taylor Swift. It's really weird. All right, Brian, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, I like his receptions too. Now, look, yeah. I will say, Fandle, please by next week, you Sally, you know how much I love the under shortest touchdown of one and a half. It's yard. on there, Brian. Is it, is it there? Yeah, it's, yeah wait, why can't I, I see it. it? I saw it somewhere today. I, I don't ask me to look for it right. now. It's in there. Though. <laughs> all right, all right. It was in there. All right, well, it's in there. All right, well, we know that'll definitely be one of my picks here. I was just saying, um, I didn't see it. Brian, so I think you're they talking. Had it. I think well, you're giving it. yours, Brian. I'll look it. I think I'll they had it the other day. Honestly, I mean, I yeah. in, in New York, it's possible. I couldn't see it. It's it's, yeah. it's very it's possible. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna go with Pacheco over 67 and a half rushing yards. Uh, minus one ten. Look, right now the 49ers have a little bit of a problem on the defensive side of the ball, right? So far in the playoffs, yeah. Aaron Jones went for 108 yards on 18 carries. Montgomery went for 93 yards. And then Gibbs and Montgomery combined went for 137. Now Pacheco had a tough second half against the Ravens, but still had 68 yards. That was on 28 carries. I know they were kind of running the ball out there, but he has rushed for at least 89 yards in four of his last five games before that. I think the Chiefs line will be able to expose some holes there against the 49ers like we've seen so far here in the playoffs. So I like Pacheco over 67 and a half. All right. That's a good one. I think I had him under 14 and a half carries. Did we do that on winning weekend? And uh, he had 15 and a half. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's that workhorse. They figure it out for him. All right. Do you ever look at a bet and you're like, all right, I'm going to pick one side. Then I'm going to do the research to support it. And then the research is so lopsided that you can't even be like, well, it's due to go the other way. I wanted any player to score two or more touchdowns. The no was plus 135, and there's no way I'm taking the no. I'm going yes, minus 150. If you look at the history, in the last, what was it, six of the last seven, guys have scored two or more touchdowns. Hertz, Cup, Gronk, Damian Williams in KC San Francisco, Gronk again, uh, James White. Six and that's I could go back and forth. Like the only one that didn't was that bad Rams Patriots game where there was like no score. I think it was one touchdown, but the yes for two touchdowns. And then you look at these. This one might be one of my favorites without looking too many. But there's so many guys who score in bunches on these teams, right? Like Kittle has games where he has three touchdowns. Samuel McCaffrey, of course, has probably double digit multiple uh, touchdown games. I'm not even uh, on the Chiefs side yet. So right, Pacheco could throw it, get in there a couple times. Um, obviously Kelsey. So, uh, let's go minus minus one fifty again. No, no, uh, bargain on the VIG because you're it's shown that my God, it happens over and over and over. All right. There you go. We're loosened up. Right. I feel like, right. You feel like you stretched your back. You did one out of like a hundred. 
Um, we're going to do, yeah, we're do well, one on winning weekend. We'll each get one, and then yeah. we'll do a uh, hundred, uh, hundred and fifty thousand next yeah, week yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> well, you, you know the, the, what I hate about this time with the Super mm-hmm. Bowl is like you have two weeks, and yeah, and I don't know if you feel like this, Sal. For as many, there's thousands of bets, right? I feel like every day I just keep relooking at them, right? Because there's more, yeah. right? The lines change, or like every because I don't put them in right away. I'm like. I'm waiting, but oh my God, I must look at between the, uh, you know, like 10 to 14 days, probably like 20 something thousand bets. I feel it's like. kind of like a, a final exam. Like I just make it Sunday. I don't need two weeks for this. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to over prepare and we all know what happens. There. <laughs> right, right. Analysis leads to paralysis, as they say. Uh, on winning weekend, Cousin Sal's winning weekend, which airs on FanDuel TV on Fridays, you're going to see the four of us go over the squares. That's the other thing. Harry, that they have the uh, football squares, the Super Bowl squares. That's what the, you know, people who don't really like to gamble do as well. Now you could have your number. You could have your double zeros. You could have your seven. Oh, you could have your three. Oh, right, Harry. This is a way to do Give it. Those double zeros now. What's Love that? The double zeros to start. That's Love what you like. Double. Yeah. All right. Let's give them a taste of the w- double zeros. Hold on. Double zero first quarter plus 280. Double zero plus 280. No, now you don't like yeah. it. Double zero for game thirty nine. <laughs> well, they well, also, you got this figured out. You think <laughs> you can also bet it for every quarter in one bet. So they have like each individual quarter, and then also oh, for, all, wow. for all the quarters. Like that. Oh, all, that's great. Like, like you would get in a real pool. That's great. All right, we're gonna go more in depth. We're gonna spend probably mm, three or four hours on, on this. All I'm betting on for the Super Bowl. I'm betting the betting Just squares. The squares? Your squares. That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's take a break. We got some basketball picks to give you. One of them, I'll be at one of these games. And then we'll have Sharp Tank, and that'll be it. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, so our Thursday NBA college picks. Polly Kid, let's start with you. You weren't um, so lucky betting on the Knicks game last Thursday, but uh, you get you like the over-under here, the total on Knicks Pacers for Thursday. Yeah, I, I do, and... Um... You know, I know Harry's been, and rightfully so, been on a lot of the Pacers overs this year because mm. a lot of the games are track meets. Um, but I'm going to be taking the under 241 and a half in this game with the Knicks. Uh, over the last 10 games, uh, and especially really since the Knicks made that big trade, their defense has uh, been not just one of the top defenses in the NBA uh, this year, the top over the last month or so of the season, but one of the top defenses that we've seen over the last decade uh, in the NBA, an NBA team that plays defense. You got to be kidding me, Sal. Well, the Knicks do it. 
They do it. And now without Julius uh, Randle, they have to grind it out a little bit more than Knicks. So they're playing maybe themselves playing a little bit of a slower tempo game. And along with Halliburton being out for the Pacers, I don't think they can play that fast pace game. Now, Halliburton could be back. We know the situation that he's going through. And I'm suffering along with them because I have him too to be the assist leader in the league this year. Right. I, I think that does that fall under that minimum game? I think it does. I think it and does. I do have him to lead the league in assists. So I am feeling that uh, the strain of that as well. But I just think two, you know, 241 uh, for this game is still, I think, a pretty high for a Knicks defense that's been giving up about 100 points a game over the last three or four weeks. And the Knicks just right now without Julius, I don't see them lighting the scoreboard up themselves for 130 points in this game. So I, I like this. I'll take it. And, okay. uh, you know, it'd be good to see Obi back in the garden oh, for the right. Pacers. Uh, so, um, you no, know, Obi will be, be determined. Yeah. But, but it's going to be. So put some money on Obi, though, to go over his point total. All right. Uh, I could totally see that happening. All right. Obi over three and a half. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, let's talk. Uh, Brian, I might be wrong about that 65 threshold for the assist. Uh, I, it might be 55. Is it 55? I, there's probably. Right. It's not. I don't think it's. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think it's the same in terms of winning an award. Right. I know. But, you but it is, you, have know, have have a, you have to have a certain amount to be considered, though. It's like yeah, what's that? It's about? like That's what's the, the batting average title or or right? Like in the I thought it was fifty five. It might be might work. be fifty, but I don't think it's not quite sixty five. That's yeah. It. And you know think. what? As long as you brought him up, Paul, like, and I like Tyrese Halliburton. I really do. I like his game and everything. But for him to come out and say this sixty five threshold is a stupid rule. First of all, he could lose out apparently on forty million dollars in like incentive uh, incentives over. Uh, over a course of years, I think, right? It's definitely not just for this year. But then he comes out and says it's a stupid rule to require the Stars to play 65 games to be eligible for these awards. Well, let me say a few things. The, the, he says, oh, the, all because the owners want it. The fans want it too. The fans want to see players play, right? So the owners want it, sure. The fans want it. Your union voted this through, okay? Your agent set up a heavy incentive-based deal, um, your league gets hammered because guys routinely take off big games. I'm not saying it's because of him, but obviously look back. They had to create a tournament to keep interest, keep the players interested right. in the middle of the season. Yep. So this is necessary, right, Harry? I'm sorry the principal isn't letting the students sit out a semester, but it's it's not dumb by any means. Not at all. I mean, enough of the sliding for all these players. Absolutely, Sal. Put down some. Uh, put down your the NBA. Put their foot down a bit and. Got to stick to it. And that's the way it is. But all his people put it through like his agent. Like this is all like, don't sign an incentive based deal like this. If that's, a, that's yeah. what it's going to be. I mean, look, you know? I, the only, the only situation where I think it sucks, because I think in general it's good, right? Cause it's, you know, you alleviate uh, these people missing just individual games a lot, but it sucks. Mm. Like, so say for instance, a team is just absolutely dominant, right? They, they're like, wow. you know, 50 and 10, right, to start the season. And a guy's putting up insane numbers, by far the best player, and then he gets hurt and he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like some something like that, I think, really sucks. Yeah, nothing's but perfect. other than that, yeah. your individual yeah. games, if you just keep missing one or two games every couple of weeks and you don't make it, you, you know, you don't make it. Well, so 
It is 58 out of the 82 games. 58, okay, for like assists For statistical minimums. Okay. 70% of the team's games. All right. That's so. that's not asking a ton. And I don't even think that's what he's complaining about, right? He's complaining about no, like it's the not. MVP. It's, yeah. so, it's an all-NBA thing that he right. needs to, to, to get uh, about a $40 million incentive. So, sure. Right. I, I know look, he can be mad. This but. is their own fault. These guys were taking games off for no reason. Yeah. No uh, you know, Mike Breen was talking about this on the Nick game the other night, that Patrick Ewing with bad knees, all right, who played like he, he played as hard as he could every night. He's a mm-hmm. big man, obviously. Missed 19 games in a stretch of 10 years. Insane. Right? 19. Uh, and they played a brutal, they played a much more physical, brutal style of basketball he, back then, too. Other guys who had terrible backs, like Bird and Mullen, too, always played. They played. Yeah. They played. You know what? You got three games in four days, so you take that third game off. Well, well you and, know why, and, and you could sit back then. There was no minimum back then either, right? And the, they, those and they guys love to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't say. I don't know about the NBA players today. I don't know if they – that's what makes the Knicks good. They got ballers on that team. They got guys they who like they to paid. play basketball. And they go. play all the time, unless it's a legit injury. Right. Well, it's, right, I will Harry. say, I, uh, sorry, yeah. I was cutting you off. I, I will right. say it is weird, though, right, with, with NBA players in general, because I think guys nowadays in high school and everything, college, pros, they play a lot more basketball in general, right? Like when they're not in the NBA season, these guys are playing pickup games and these weird random leagues. Sure, like these right. guys play every day. So it is weird mm. because of that, you know, you're missing other games, but you still play. All the, yeah, I mean, all yeah, the yeah. All well, the then maybe their contract should um, extend to pick up basketball games in um, August <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, all right, Harry, you're going. Uh, well, you got what is this? A teaser? Thursday? Teaser. Let's go teaser in basketball. Let's go uh, one college, one pro. I'm going to take uh, Joel Solomon's Hofstra Pride. Hofstra. Hofstra. Good Lord. <laughs> Down to minus two against Brian Stony Brook. Uh, both uh, teams are four and four in conference. Both teams are 11 and 10. Hofstra's coming off a terrible loss to Monmouth when they were up 12 at halftime. So they're going to make a comeback here. And they've already beaten Stony Brook this year. And they've beaten Stony Brook. The Seawolves, they've beaten three times in a row. So give me Hofstra minus two with the Lakers. <laughs> and the Celtics game to go over 237. The Lakers defense has disappeared lately. They've given up 132 points or more in four straight games. Meanwhile, they've scored, though, too, in their last six games. They're averaging 130 points a game, and Boston averages over 120 a game for the whole season. Give me over 237 with the pride minus two. All right. I think he got better. He said it like four times and it was like Hofstra. It went from Hofstra <laughs> and then it, it didn't exactly get to Hofstra, but a little, almost like a variation of that. I, Harry, where do you think uh, Jimmy Hoffa's body is buried? you have any idea? Have any thoughts all on I that? Know is, all I know is on these NBA picks and whatever picks we're doing for the past two weeks, I'm undefeated. Uh, okay. All, all right. That's all I know. Undefeated? And uh, it's all you needed to say, there Harry. you go. It's all, all you right. needed oh. to say. <laughs> all right, bro. you kind of <laughs> like that, Darren. You kind of like that. Bob I teaser. think, uh, yeah, I think the Hofstra pick's a good pick. I think <laughs> I'm big edge in the coaching for Hofstra, right? So you guys are saying it wrong, but 
I like the pick. Uh, all right, Bry, uh, <laughs> give me have a college pick there. Yes, Speedy Claxton. Yeah, I am. I'm going to take Nebraska plus one and a half versus Wisconsin. Like I've really loved this bet too. Right, right. So you get Wisconsin coming in ranked sixth against an unranked Nebraska. Wisconsin's won 15, 15 to two in their last seven. So you'd assume this they'd be maybe a little bit bigger favorite than one and a half. But when you look at it, you understand why. Like Nebraska's lost four of their last seven blown mm-hmm. out at Wisconsin. But this is Nebraska team, totally different at home. They're 13-1 and at home, undefeated at home against the Big, Tw- Big Ten. They beat Ohio State, Northwestern, and Purdue in their last three at home. So I, I really like this one, Sal. This could be a pretty big bet for just a random uh, weekday game, but I, I like it. Okay. Seems a little fishy, but one and a half Nebraska, like it a lot. All right, let's get in on the uh, again another like double digit favorite killed me. Um, on some Tuesday night with ten- have- Tennessee. Well, uh, is there, yeah. is there anything worse with teams like laying fourteen points and they can't break like fifty five? Like I oh. guess they got to fifty nine. Is there anything worse? Like where <laughs> the hell to make it? Make a damn shot. I told Brad. I told our friend Brad. I was like, this team stinks. They go nowhere. He didn't like that. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going Oregon. And I'm actually going to this game, Oregon minus two and a half over USC. Galen Center, get to see Bronny. I am going, uh, coincidentally, our producer of Cousin Sal's winning weekend, Jack, is taking his family and Tate Frazier will be there. So I don't know that we'll ever meet up, but Oregon minus two and a half. That's my pick. They're uh, 14 and six. Trojans struggling at eight and 12 and two and seven in the Pac-12. Ducks with a plus 107 scoring differential to USC's minus five. Thanks to our Jermaine Kuznard there. Averages about 15 a game, but I think he's even better than that if you watch him play. Uh, Oregon won this at home by eight late December, and they're 15 to nine at the Gallon Center. 12, eight, and one against the spread this year, the Ducks are. And USC has lost by 15 points in each of the past three games. I think Oregon beats them worse than they did um, even in Eugene. Give me the Ducks minus two and a half. That's my pick. Now, Embiid is sitting out this, uh, I thought it was, I thought I saw surgery somewhere for sure, but did I make that up? He has this left knee injury. He's out for the final game of the Sixers road trip. And it looks like it's going to be more than that. And, you know, he might have to get surgery on it, but either way, he's not going to get this minimum that Therese uh, Halliburton was so upset about to make it to win MVP. Now he was a favorite before today, but now the odds have switched. Jokic is minus 125. Uh, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, three to one odds. Luca, five to one odds. Giannis, seven to one. And Tatum, 37 to one. We're trying to find the value in here. I'll give it to Simmons. I mean, listen, this is a guy he's probably not going to vote for, but he gave me SGA at 10 to one. And now it's all the way down to three. But Parley Kid, if we're finding value, I think you and I both like Luca, right? At five to one. Average yeah, 35, so- eight and a half, and nine and a half. Pretty great numbers. Yeah, we. We we talked about this several weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, when Embiid was back on top of that MVP race, and I said, "What a sucker's bet!" I think that was my exact words mm. to, to take Embiid with. There's no way he'll make that threshold of games. Sure enough, that looks like what's it's going to happen. And I had also mentioned, I think Luke at that point was plus eight fifty yeah. uh, for MVP. Uh, so I too, like you, Sal. Uh, I think there's still good value here with Luca, although he's not playing tonight, Sal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so it's like, They're oh my lose gosh. That anyway, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Um, but uh, his numbers are astronomical. Uh, 
very close to, um, well, I mean, he's still a rebounder and a half away from almost averaging a triple, a triple double. double. Yeah. But it's just his numbers as of late have just been, you know, off the charts, 45, 15, and 9 mm-hmm. in his last game. And that doesn't, we're not even talking about the 73-point performance from a few games back. But like you said, basically 35, 8 and a half, 9 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when was the last time we saw those numbers? I mean, it's and I know Dallas isn't lighting the world on fire, but if they can get to the upper forties and wins, forty-five plus wins, where would they be without this guy? So yeah. where would they be? So where do they I have mean, to go? That they have so Westbrook won as a six. Well, Jokic won as a six seed, right? And so Dallas is currently seventh in the West. They're gonna lose tonight. They're uh, but they're two games out of fifth. So I think they have to climb the fifth right around there. To get there. Um, and Jokic is a favorite, but there could be some uh, Nikola fatigue, right? Embiid won last year. Can't win this year. He's not going to be able to. Then Jokic won the last two years, but Jokic won MVP of the finals. So I don't know. Yeah, you're right, Paulie Kid. You get a handful of 50s and Dallas climbs closer to the mid-upper echelon in the West. I think there's a chance. Now, if Mark Cuban tanks as a six seed, uh, decides he doesn't <laughs> want to make the playoffs, then that, none of that's going to happen. But, Brian, you like it was Luca your pick as well? Yeah, I, I have to go with Luca here. Look, I gave out Jokic before the season. Not that that was a crazy pick or anything, but mm. you know, I think it's a little too early, right, to take a minus one twenty five, right? The way these swing, yeah. I, I think at one point somebody's going to make a run. That number's going to change a little bit here. But yeah, in terms of value, you got to look at Luca because look, look at the last two months. Look at December and January. He's averaging thirty seven points and basically a triple. I mean, I know he's closer to triple double, but anyway, but thirty seven. And close to a triple double the last two months, uh, yeah. and but the only thing is like probably could say he's missing tonight's game, so now he he's missed eight games, so he's got to yeah. be he's got to be a little bit careful. I mean, I'm sure he's going to get there, but he's got to be careful. But look, it's all about these storylines, right? One of the best games ever he had over the weekend. Of course, uh, we were in uh, when I was in the Bahamas. We bet. Uh, decided to bet the Hawks that game. So that was miserable watching Luca hit every, <laughs> every shot. Um, nice. But look, he's going to get a few more 40 or 50 point games. And then the narrative is going to swing to him a little bit. I think you guys are right though. If they can get to a four or five seed, which not necessarily sure this team can, I just think the five to one sell is still the best value. Yeah. I like it too. Now, Harry weighs in and we're going to play everyone's favorite game. Harry gives out an MVP pick that doesn't have a chance in hell of winning. So go ahead, Harry, lay it on us. <laughs> well, let's just make a case for Jason, Jason Tatum for a second here. There's 35 games left in the season. Uh, he's 37 to one right now, averaging 27 points a game, eight and a half rebounds that leads uh, the Celtics in both categories. Still gets five assists. They have the best record in the NBA. What happened to the, giving the, uh, MVP to the team that had the best record. They have the best record by four or five games over Giannis and Lillard. Uh, they're always at the top of the Eastern Conference. Uh, he's a leader, like I said, on this team. That's without having Marcus Smart this year, not having Malcolm Brogdon anymore. Porzingis did join the Celtics, but he's already missed 14 games this season. Jalen Brown's gone from 26 points a game down to 22 points a game this season. And Tatum is extremely, which we talked about a little while ago, unlike some of these other players, extremely durable and reliable. He's missed five total games in the last two seasons. He's missed three this season. So eight over two and a half seasons. I think at 37 to one with a team that has the best record by, like I said, four or five games, 
see what happens. That is high, Brian. I will say thirty-seven to one. That's that. That is a little crazy. And, uh, I think I'll, I'll say. I, I wonder uh, them being so far ahead means they're not going to have big games on down the stretch, which might hurt Tatum, right? But they yeah. will get the ABC. They will get those exposed. They will get some games on TV. I just don't know if they'll matter as much. Yeah, right? I mean, I think the biggest thing that hurts them is look, they they're starting five. They have a great starting five, and and yeah. I know this is why his numbers are down, but. You know, it's not like he was close to really winning it the last year, and his numbers last year were significantly no, better. Harry doesn't care about like vote, like ter- things like votes terms of, and stuff. Hey, listen, no, three this. or four that, points that more Lakers, last year. That, that Lakers Celtics game that I gave over. Let's just throw this out there. That with all these guys scoring sixty-two and seventy-three and whatever, how about Tatum goes for double nickels, fifty-five against LeBron? Yeah. Well, on it right That's now. what Great you. Player. That's what you, you need. Only, he's he's got to. Yeah. He's got to have. He would have to have multiple monster games and he's got to get his average up to 30 points. He's got to get it back to. Yeah. I I don't mind what Harry's saying because I I do think there should be more value on the best player on the best team in the NBA. Contract Jalen Brown got Darren and he's down four points from last year from his average. It's like, look, Jalen Brunson's not going to put up 30 average, 30 points a game, but damn, he, he should be uh, in the MVP conversation. The guy, uh, you know, he really should be, he won't be because I guess you have to average certain statistics, mm-hmm. but most valuable player to me, again, it, that's, doesn't yeah. always mean that. I'm looking you know, at these numbers. Harry, you can cover your ears because I know you don't care. You could care less about this, but I'm looking at the votes from last year. Uh, like Embiid obviously won 915 votes. Jokic, 674 votes. Tatum had 280. He was fourth. Giannis had 606. So, and as Bri points out, Tatum was a 30 point scorer. Uh, I'm trying right. to think. Well, like Luca was a. Luca was a 32 point a game scorer and he didn't get that. He got 10 votes. So, well, yeah, but they, they didn't make, they out. tanked. No, right? I know. So, I know. Wasn't I make it. It was stupid because obviously, uh, Embiid was not the best player after we saw what happened in the playoffs last year. I know, Harry, but it's the same people vote. We have this argument all the time. I it's the same people. So I know, That's but all. they don't. All right. Uh, listen, when, when Ken gives you a beating because McCaffrey gets three votes. And runs away with offensive player of the year. He did? Okay, good. All right. It's a preemptive beating. All right. Uh, is that it? Is that that's uh everybody give their pick? Yeah, that was it. I, the truth be told, Harry, I have Giannis and Tatum from the beginning of the year. And uh I'm probably a no man's land with those guys. So let's take another yeah. break and then sharp tank. Wow, all three winners last week. We'll be right back. See what they have to say for this weekend. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, you guys all won your Sharp Tank picks last week, right? Parley Kid plus 650. Who'd you need at the end there? Ayuk? 
Yeah, I had so I I needed the four out of the five, the right. combination. We we knew McCaffrey would be solid. Kelsey scored Kelsey, in the early game, so you need you three out of four. I needed yeah. scored right away. Yeah. And then I needed uh between two uh I needed McCaffrey, Gibbs, Laporta, and Ayuk, right? Ayuk. Yeah. Uh and they got the job done. I think uh Laporta was close uh on several occasions as well. Yeah, that was one five, 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 five. That. That but was I only nice. need four to five. Plus 650, it's twice. I, I went with that twice this year, hit it twice. I, I wish I could find that every week. I'm not sure if I if I, if I can find that. All gravy. Week, You'll find it. Yeah, they have yeah. it everywhere. They definitely, because on Sunday morning, we're scrambling for those. Mm. But yeah. Uh, Harry, you also hit your first Sharp Tank win since we looked back April of 1988. So nice work. <laughs> uh, about that. Yeah, and it, uh, I was bragging a little bit early on that as well, saying that I'm going to probably hit, I could hit this by the end of the first quarter. Uh, I hit the two of those. I hit Pacheco and I hit uh, Kelsey in the first half. And then I finally, uh, because I still don't understand how the Ravens um, for the entire game, first in the league in rushing, had one designed run for Lamar Jackson all game. But uh, he got over that 40 barrier where I needed. He got 54. So uh, he got that early in the fourth. Did he? I didn't even realize he did. I can't imagine. He had that many yards rushing. What a joke team let me ask you guys this because i lost a substantial amount of money and my big choice was on a parlay of course the rest of the parlay hits but this is what i'm adding to it and i think i made the right move except that i I didn't make the right move so if you had a choice parlay kid between ravens plus seven and a half against the chiefs or ravens over ten and a half points scored same odds what would you take (laughs) Uh, well you know i would take the ravens over ten and a half points just for the fact that uh, I got, I had, remember I had each team to score two plus touchdowns right. last okay. week. All right. Right. So if we were covering bed aches, that could have been one of mine because flowers, flowers, you and know, the, and the interception, yeah, I mean, and the three, not, not the, getting in the triple cover was a killer yeah. for me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Brian, I mean, isn't that weird that they, those were the same odds because I stayed is. away from the plus seven and a half because I'm like, well, it could be. It could be 27-17. I could lose, right? But they'll Wait, at least what, get... What was that number nuts. anyway, Sal? That was minus... What? <laughs> like 9.50 yeah, or yeah. something. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> but I needed it. But of course it lost. But uh, anyway, so that's that. I don't even know why I brought it up. Uh, not a lot here because we don't have the slate of NBA or, or college basketball lines for the weekend. But these guys figured out some picks here. Let's start, Harry. I know there's there's uh, hockey, there's All Star Weekend, there's some UFC, and what have you done here? And I am there still. Listen, you talk about not having football. There's football this weekend. I am going to take the Senior Bowl in not Melbourne, Australia, but Mobile, Alabama is where the game's at. And I'm for your sake, yeah, American team over the national team plus <laughs> two and a half points now. You probably won't like my reasoning here, guys. Well, Sally, I, there's no <laughs> way I'm going to like your reasoning. You don't know what I'll you're talking about. American yeah. team plus two and a half because I think the line is beyond phony. Now, the <laughs> national team, their quarterback, first off, they have, they have Roman Wilson from Michigan, wide receiver, Ricky Pearsall from Florida, who had a really good season, and their quarterbacks, their quarterbacks on the national team, who's only minus two and a half, are Sam Hartman, Penix Jr., and Bo Nix. Those are their quarterbacks. Meanwhile, on the American side, their quarterbacks are Brian's guy for the Heisman, Joe Milton, Spencer <laughs> Rappel, 
Michael Pratt from Tulane and a quarterback from South Alabama. But yet the line is only two and a half and the national team has Penix and Knicks and Hartman who put up monster numbers uh, at Wake Forest years back. So I don't understand that line at all. So I'm going the other way. I'm taking the American side. And by the way, the American side at least does have nine players on the roster that played at Alabama or Georgia. And this game could come down to kicking. It could come down to the very end where they do have the place <laughs> kicker. Hold on. Will Reichert of Alabama, who was five for five this year, college kicker, five for five from 50 plus this year. I'm taking the American side plus two and a half. I am so confused. I am so confused. All I know is half those guys you mentioned probably aren't playing and you don't know about it or something. Something's up. <laughs> something. I guarantee you didn't look at this. All right. Uh, okay. Get me. Uh, I never thought I'd say this, but Paul, I could get us into hockey and do it, do it quickly, please. What's going on this week? Yeah. Well, look, I, I didn't hockey. I doesn't hockey drop the ball this week. Like, Shouldn't they have a full slate of games on Sunday? Like what, what are they doing with it, the, with their, well, with they should do their outdoor break. thing. They should all be outdoor. They should be I, underwater. No, right. Sh- like who is putting yeah. this together? Are, are they, are they just still thinking like just going the opposite? I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. This would have been the perfect weekend to capitalize on that. They could have had the Islander Ranger game this weekend with no football going on, real football going on. Doesn't make sense, but they got, you know, they got their skills competitions and their all-star festivities. It's, it's nice. You know how I feel about this stuff. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like those, you know, I don't like the all-star games anymore or anything like that. I just, but Mikey meatballs kind of turned me on to this and it's Matt Barzal and the skills competition just got added today. Uh, for fastest skater at plus 250, Barzell does hold the record in this event from 2020 uh, when he last competed in it, I believe. Uh, I don't think he's competed in it since. Uh, but uh, right now, look, look, it's like it's like r- watching like Brian Boitano, you know, play hockey when you watch Barzell. Um, probably the prettiest uh, hockey skater in uh, the world. He's amazing uh, with his skating ability. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have some tough competition there. And we know how uh, these things can come down to hundredths of a second. But Barzell is dynamic. Plus 250, great odds for a guy who has the fastest time ever. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. Uh, All right, Brian, you have uh, UFC stuff. Yeah, UFC, you know, not a lot this week. Last week I hit, I had that Zverev Medvedev over 40 and a half games that went to like, oh, nice. I don't know, it was like 57 oh, or something. Although I, play will that say, <laughs> I will say, for as easy as that sounded, I mean, there was a chance that Zverev was going to, you know, end that a little bit earlier. I, I In straight sets, yeah. On a, I looked yeah. out on a few points there. But yeah, I'm going to take a UFC parlay. I, I'm going to take... Uh, Nazardine Amavov and the he's in the main event and I'm going to parlay that with Natalia Silva that and that's mm-hmm. plus 102 so pr- two pretty sizable favorites here and Silva is like minus 350 so somebody you'll probably like here so uh but Amavov is young up and coming middleweight that looks ready to maybe start ascending towards the top of the middleweight division he is still pretty young here but he he went the distance with Strickland a few fights ago he was beating up Chris Curtis um 
I think it was over the summer before that had to be stopped from a clash of heads. He, he beat up uh, Shabazian too uh, about two years. I think it was about two years ago. Uh, so he seems to be a guy that's potentially rising to the top. So I like him a lot. And then you have Natalia Silva, who she's one of the few females, I feel like, in terms of she can submit, uh, she can KO people. She's won mm-hmm. 10 straight fights. She too, she's only 26 years old too. So I like her to kind of beat an aging uh, Arja. So uh, I like those two at plus, uh, plus 102. And again, two okay. pretty decent favorites here in this UFC card. All right, so we got Barzell, fastest skater, Imavov, uh, Silva, Parlay, and Harry's American team, plus two and a half. All right, Harry, I'll go with you. We'll keep the football dream alive for another no, week. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great logic. It's a great bet. I don't know. I mean, I can't say anything. Wrong <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's go. No, Harry's on a streak. You won one. And Come look, on, there's, there are some. Against Knicks and Panics. That's great. You have two in a row, you said? Oh, that's one in a row. Oh, one in a row. Oh, okay. And you and you, right. picked, you picked Harry last week too, right? I it did. did so. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. So listen, I don't know if there's even anyone paying attention to your Sharp Tank record, but you do have one win in a row. If there's anyone out there, there's uh, some paying attention. Oh, you think so? Okay. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and we'll wrap things up on Against All Odds. All right, uh, we're back. Uh, Mikey Meatballs is back. I don't know what happened there. Um, sometimes he likes to just work out in the middle of the podcast. I think that's what he did. He, did, <laughs> he just did some. Uh, he just did some deadlifts. Michael, what what did you want to add to the the hockey? You wanted Austin Matthews just to win the skills competition uh, at plus eight fifty was what I was going to add. Wow, he's the face of the NHL now. Look at this. How quickly that changed. How much? How much am I going to lose on uh, McDavid uh, Hart Trophy? I'm done with that, right? <laughs> yeah, looks like it. Just real quick. Oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah, McKinnon minus 135, Kucherov 3 to 1, and McDavid plus 430. Wow. Uh, Matthews 13 to 1. Look at McKinnon. that. Unbelievable. Which is weird start. because Edmonton's having uh, an unbelievable run. An unbelievable run. Right. And, you know, do you think McDavid right. would be, uh, I mean, 15, what, 15 or 16 in a row? It's been incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, incredible. There's that. Uh, our first touchdown bet, we'll go over this, but I, I took the lead. I took it from you, Parley Kid, with Kelsey scoring, right? Son of a gun. But yeah. I have $10 left. I strategically, I, I put a lot on McCaffrey to score the first touchdown. He did not. Yep. And so I have $10 left. So that was my plan all along to um, just have the lead going into the last week. <laughs> But you guys have like 60 fake dollars left to bet on first touchdown picks, right? Well, Joel's going to put Joel's going to put about 120 Joel's whatever he has left on, on McCaffrey I, I, or something like that. I don't get, you know, I guess Wait. he won last year, so I don't know, I can't question <laughs> how much, it too much. How much does Joel have? I left? don't know. He always has a lot left. I think he I'm has 80. Sure. I still think he has the most left. So, oh um, wow. That's um, it. I have a good amount too. <clears> so, uh, Just got to pick the winner. Know, it's it's, it's that, that's, uh, that's hard. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be you, Paula kid. A lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. What's your number? How much you have? Uh, two thirty. Is that right, Michael? I think so. I don't know. We have this. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, one fifty. Yeah, you have two thirty. Right. Yep. What do I have? Harry has. Forget it, Harry. One ten. Nah, forget it. You can't do it. Down, down you can't do it. You need a six to one or better to put. 20 on or you need yeah yeah you're not gonna be able to catch me i'm sorry uh well, a fun <laughs> night the other night i went to uh greatest night in pop 
It's about the, it's a documentary about we are the world and just the craziness that got together. I went to the screening at the Egyptian theater. Huey Lewis was there, Lionel Richie, Sheila E. There were a bunch, but uh, go see that on Netflix. Uh, excellent. Right up our alley, Parley. They never, ever would have been able to pull that off today. Now with the, like the glam squads and everybody publicists, they really just took all the performers and, and brought them in. It's a lot of singers, fun. Singers taking off. What's that? Singers. And singers taking off. Sinners? Your tennis player? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't about? know what he's saying. Singers singers taking off. like Bruce. Talk about the NBA. Was Bruce there? Off. Was Bruce there? Oh, yeah. oh, I see what you're saying. Bruce was there. And I got to say, much like the, um, you know, uh, Once Upon a Time in Queens documentary about the 86 Mets. Every time I was every five minutes, I'm like, oh, no, this one's the MVP. This one's the MVP. Like Keith Hernandez is a leader. No, Ray Knight is a leader. I'm watching this. I'm like. Oh, Lionel Richie got it wouldn't for not for him. I'm like, oh no, it's got to be Quincy Jones is him. Then and then Bruce comes in. Harry, your guy Bruce just did the Born in the USA tour. Last night was in Buffalo, storm, 16 inches. Still got out of there to go to the AMAs. He wasn't nominated for the AMA. He wasn't actually going to go to the AMAs if not for this. Everyone else was at the AMA, so just had to go over. But uh, he knocked that out of the park. I, I think you should follow him for another 16 years, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I think you made the right I choice. Yesterday, yesterday on Chris Mad Dog Russo, Stephen Van Zant was on talking all about the tour and they're ready to go. Oh, really? Okay. There you go. They, they shouldn't be, they should uh, ask Ken if they're ready to go. But Ken, are we ready? Mm. Not sure. <laughs> How many points do you have for, uh, for business class seats? All right, we're ready. Uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend. You guys are going to be on. Michael Irvin's going to be on. I talked to him. Paulie Kid, the playmaker, let me tell you something. That guy, he lives and dies with these cows. He cares more about this team than I think anyone, any former player. I, I think probably a lot of current players, to be honest with you. He really cares about this team. Yeah, you know what? It, it's... Uh, it's interesting to see uh, what happens to players, right? Because um, I think a lot of these guys retire and they, they, you know, they might root for their team, uh, but uh, he's still so passionate about in. the organization. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and you got to love it, right? Yeah. When they did that, when they, re- you know, when uh, Jimmy Johnson was inducted into the uh, ring of honor there for the Cowboys and you, you saw those guys and yeah, Oh man, they're just so passionate about the Cowboys, but nobody more passionate than the you know, uh, a couple the playmaker, the I, great I, Michael Irvin. Yeah, you'll have to tune in to see the interview. First of all, he has some uh, fixes. I'm like, what are some fixes for the Cowboys? And it's an, it's an interesting thing what he says. But the thing I'll tell you about that he said, he is on. I always wonder, like, CD Lamb, does it bother you? CD broke his regular season reception record this year. Does it bother you? Another 88 is doing this when Des Bryant wore 88. He is on a text chain. With the other 88s, with Drew Pearson, Dez, and CD. How fucking cool That's is that? That's cool. That's real cool. Imagine that. That, that is That's awesome. real cool. Well, I will say, look, I mean, again, there's not really a more passionate guy than than Michael Irvin in all yeah. of sports. Uh, yeah. But you can you can be that way and root for your team like the Cowboys when you won that many championships, right? I could see like if a guy... yeah. Like, you know, I'd be curious if if Tony or some of those guys who, you know, mm. they had chances of winning and they never did. And it's like you don't necessarily want the group that comes in after you to win. Yeah, it's all, I, you know, oh, it's, it's weird. weird. But when you win, it's a little different. When you right, win, you can, right, right. 
Well, that's that's pretty awesome, Sal. Eighty-eight chain, isn't that something? That's, and you know, I told him that's like, great. You know, I, mean, I wore twenty-three in high school, and I never got Michael Jordan. I couldn't get LeBron. <laughs> I, there's no text chain for me with those guys. It's yeah, I mean, some guys are on text chains with number eighty-eights. I'm on text chains with Lil A. I mean, <laughs> pick your poison. Pick your poison. That's true. <laughs> it's the same thing in the end. All right, guys, that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs and the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C. CCPG.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. FanDuel and Rob Gronkowski are back with Kick of Destiny 2 as Rob looks to redeem himself after missing last year. He will be kicking it live right before the real kickoff, and fans will be able to pick whether he will make or miss in the FanDuel Sportsbook app for their chance at a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you pick correctly. I think... Gronk will make the kick this year. He's not the kind of guy who enjoys embarrassing himself, certainly not two years in a row. And I love the idea of athletes trying different things. I wouldn't mind seeing Zion Williamson ride a horse to victory in the Kentucky Derby this year. You never know. We do know that FanDuel Sportsbook has everything to suit a sports better's needs. So head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app to make your pick now and watch the kick before kickoff live on Super Bowl Sunday. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details.